0: Non reproductive mating among non human primates may be functionally significant or it may be the byproduct of some other adaptation. Since sexuality entails considerable expenditures of time, energy and risk, however, it seems like that non-reproductive sexuality is functional. But to my knowledge, no one has explained species or individual differences in non-reproductive sexuality in terms of ultimate causation. Rowell, 1972, who favors the hypothesis that non-reproductive sexuality functions to maintain primate societies, nonetheless calls attention to the paradox that, quote, some of the most highly developed social organizations yet described also have some of the most Clearly identified short and precisely timed estrous periods known. There is no apparent trend toward increasing sexuality among our closest living relatives. Free living gibbons, orangutans, gorillas, and chimpanzees exhibit totally different patterns of social life and mating, but are alike in exhibiting infrequent and clearly defined periods of sexual activity. Kleiman, 1977, reviews the literature on mammals in which heterosexual pairs mate exclusively, in other words, monogamy and finds that except during the early stages of pair formation, sexual activity is very infrequent. In summary, permanent groups are the rule among higher primates. Permanent sexual activity is not the rule and functional explanations for variations in non-reproductive sexuality are lacking. As discussed above, Zuckerman attempted to account for the permanency of primate social life in proximate terms. He did not view group living as an adaptation, and it was natural to expect that permanent groups would result if any active, rather if an activity like sex that is intuitively understood to be rewarding became permanent instead of episodic. But if one views the matter in terms of ultimate causation, and assumes that permanent group living is adaptive for some reason then all other things being equal, selection can be expected to favor the most economical of the available mechanisms that result in permanent sociality. One possible mechanism is for a formerly episodic reward to become permanent. But in terms of time, energy and risk, This seems to be a very expensive solution if the reward is sexual activity. It is much more economical to alter the reward mechanism of the brain itself so that the sight, sound, or smell of familiar conspecifics comes to be experienced as pleasurable. The existence of such a mechanism was demonstrated long ago by Butler, 1954, who showed that rhesus monkeys will learn an operant task for the reward of seeing a conspecific, and human children clearly find social stimuli reinforcing. Stevenson, 1972 Williams, 1966, notes that, quote, One of the chief goals of establishing a hierarchical organization of adaptations is to distinguish between the forces that initiated the development of an adaptation and the secondary degenerations that the adaptation once developed permitted, unquote. Permanent social life comes certainly represents a basic adaptation evolved very clearly in primate history. Once developed, it may have permitted the occasional decoupling of sexual activity and ovulation without lessening the probability of conception. While it has yet to be shown what benefits accrue from extended periods of sexual activity, progress is most likely to be made if the sexual behaviors and non-behavioral signals emitted by an individual are interpreted only with respect to that individual's fitness. An interaction between two animals is not necessarily of benefit to each interactant and may be disadvantageous to one and sometimes to both, as in a fight ending in a pyrrhic victory. Any benefits accruing to the group probably are evolutionarily rather evolutionary irrelevant and still less relevant are benefits accruing to non-corporeal entities or systems like societies and social organization. I have argued elsewhere, Simons, that the study of function in primatology has been impeded in part by the influence of social science concepts of function. In social science functionalism, the behavior of individuals is thought to function to promote the welfare of a super individual entity or system with needs of its own. This view has been remarkably unproductive in the social sciences, and when applied to non-human primates, it is disastrous. As long as society is thought to be the beneficiary of animal behavior, the ultimate causes non-reproductive sexuality will remain obscure.